time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Mining Stock Daily in the morning briefing. I am Trevor Hall, and today is Wednesday, October 12th. On Tuesday, gold bounced sideways overnight but shot higher starting at 6 a.m. New York time. The gold price ran from $1,668 to as high as $1,691. But then comments from the Fed's Loretta Mester, who is the Cleveland Fed president and FOMC voting member, about the need to keep hiking interest rates for the foreseeable future through ice water on the stock market and the paper precious metals market. The Bank of England also held English pension funds to account, saying Friday would be the last day of the bank's emergency gilt buying. Gold retraced lower in the afternoon Globex price settlement down to $1,673. Silver ran up to $19.63 from $19.25 and was hammered down to $19.15 by settlement. The mining stocks followed the paper gold and silver prices as GDX was up 1.7% at one point but ended the day down 0.87%. The Mining Stock Journal commented that underneath the volatility in the precious metals sector is a bull market in process. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a quick moment, but first a mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper Company. Arizona Sonoran is an early stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project, Parks Salier, both situated on a four kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend with future capex requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. For more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Snowline Gold announced additional assay results from its 2022 drilling program at the Valley Zone and the Rogue Project in Yukon. And it's another dandy. Hole 10 intersected a broad zone of sheeted quartz vein mineralization within the Valley Intrusion, averaging 2.5 grams per ton gold over 318.8 meters from bedrock surface at three meters down hole. It also included 108 meters of 4.14 grams per ton gold. The hole was collared more than 165 meters from any previously announced hole and it expands to the southeast the known width of the zone of high vein densities within the valley's intrusion. In recognition of the potential significance of its drill discovery at Valley, the company has initiated environmental baseline monitoring in the vicinity of the project. The company has also engaged a metallurgical consultant for an initial evaluation of mineralization at Rogue through gravity, leaching, and communition tests. Early identification of potential gold recovery processes will help to de-risk the project while guiding further drilling and future economic studies to optimize exploration and potential development at Valley and other targets on the property. 
Snowline Gold trades on the CSE with SGD and on the OTCQB with SNWGF. And we'll stick with the Yukon. Banyan Gold also had new asset results out from the Powerline deposit on the company's Ormac property. Highlights included 177.9 meters of 0.47 grams per ton gold, 114.1 meters of 0.52 grams per ton gold, 40.5 meters of 0.86 grams per ton, and 31.8 meters of 1.8 grams per ton gold. The company says these assay results continue to systematically increase the mineralized footprint with consistent intersections of on or near surface gold mineralization in and around the power line deposit on the property. With four drills currently operating, Banyan remains well positioned to provide a resource update in 2023. Banyan Gold trades on the TSXV with BYN and on the OTCQB with BYAGF. In Ghana, Nucor Gold announced results from three additional column tests completed as part of the ongoing metallurgical program at the company's Enchi Gold project. An average gold recovery of 92.4% was achieved from column test work completed on two composite samples from the Cium Gold Deposit and one composite sample from the Boyne Gold Deposit. These samples are representative of the oxide and transitional material from the two largest deposits, Cium and Boyne, which together currently comprise approximately 87% of the Enchi inferred mineral resource estimate. Of note, these samples were much coarser than material used for previous test work and were more in line with the parameters of the preliminary economic assessment completed last year. The coarser material resulted in a series of positive benefits, including continued excellent recoveries, lower required reagent levels of for lime and cement, and lower cyanide consumption and slumping. Nucor Gold trades on the TSXV with NCAU and on the OTCQX with NCAUF. Northwest Copper announced results from hole 242, which was drilled in the middle of the Kwaniki Central Zone. It returned 304.2 meters of 0.79% copper equivalent from 339 meters depth and included 154.7 meters of 1.16% copper equivalent, 36.7 meters of 2% copper equivalent, and 22.8 meters of 1.42% copper equivalent. This is the 16th drill hole released from the 2022 program at Quanica, which rep- comprises of 30 holes. The 2022 drilling program combines holes to expand the mineralized footprint as well as to identify and further delineate zones within the, the deposit. Northwest Copper trades on the TSXV with NWST and on the OTCQX with NWCCF. Patriot Battery Metals provided new drill results this morning. The company continues to see wide and significant drill intercepts returned from the CV5 pegmatite over a significant lateral distance between holes. Today's results included 0.97% lithium over 104.5 meters, 1.42% lithium over 62.9 meters, and 1.42% over 47.4 meters. Recent drilling has extended the strike length of the principal lithium pegmatite body to at least 2,200 meters, spanning laterally from hole 
74 through holes 90-93 and it remains open at both ends and to depth. Patriot Battery Metals trades on the TSXV with PMET and on the OTCQB with PMETF. And finally, Cameco and Brookfield Renewable Partners are teaming up to acquire nuclear power plant equipment maker Westinghouse Electric for $4.5 billion U.S. plus assumed debt. Under the deal, Brookfield Renewable, with its institutional partners, will own 51% interest in Westinghouse, and Cameco will own 49%. The companies say Westinghouse services about half of the nuclear power generation sector and is the original equipment manufacturer for more than half of the global nuclear reactor fleet. It's very interesting news out of the uranium sector. That's a wrap here on the morning briefing. The morning the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. I'll be back later today. Have a great day, everybody. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.